out here dude we're literally outside we were outside we are in a garage not sure where or whose it is but we were kind of on a nice stroll john and i we like to take strolls john and i stroll we like to <laughs> stroll and while strolling we noticed uh, a feeble man in the front yard and we kicked his ass to death uh <laughs> And uh, his ass to death is my new favorite thing. And he died, and now we're in his garage. And uh, just so happened, he had two mics set up, two mics set up, laptop, some some iced coffees for the boys. He happened to have the mic set exactly to our settings that we like. um, Yeah, which we still don't know how they're used, but they sound all right. They sound pretty good. And and his last words were, "Keep your thighs out, boys." So we're both wearing shorts too. Yeah, and uh, we're here for the fifth, forty ninth, forty ninth. Phone nine. Phone nine. We're approaching the one year mark. Dude, we're getting pretty close. But unfortunately, it's the last episode. It's the last one. Which, we're not going to make it there ever. And for the true idiot listener, yeah, yeah we yeah. are in the garage in which this show started. True. So if you've been an idiot since day one, you know that we've been making that same perfect joke. Incredible for joke. 49 straight weeks. Actually, probably we're probably at a year now because I think we missed a week. Missed probably a week or but two. I, the consistency has been there. It's the only thing I've been consistent with in my life other than, like, raising a human. Generally, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. this. True. And I love it. Yeah, it's pretty – it kind of rules. It's literally just an hour. You hang out with your boy. You get the horse around it. a little bit, dude. We are. We're back in the garage, a garage I need to clean out. Yeah, dude. It looks, uh, like, looks like absolute crap in here. Well, dude. last time you were here, we only had, like, a few baby things because the baby was only, like, three months old. So there was kind no – beautiful, yeah. There's no toys. Now it's, like, every week we're getting – like hand-me-downs or our neighbors are pretty cool but like they'll trash pick shit for us huh. that i'm like ah oh, we didn't really need that like we left in the backyard and like now we gotta is, keep like it like there's a little slide out there and a, a water table it's called a water table water and the water table is basically like you just hook a hose up to it and the kid can like splash around in it yeah it's got all toys attached to it but like they just dropped them off and now we have to keep it because like when they come over this summer with their kids, our neighbors, and they're like, where's that slide we gave you? I can't be like, I fucking melted it. Yeah, shit sucks. Like, like, oh, what the hell? Where did yeah, that go? It's the most unstable slide ever. Every time the kid's on it, I'm just like, she's going to crack her head open. Yeah. It's yeah, a problem. That's kind of that's kind of brutal. But uh, at least they're, they're looking out for you, which is kind of sweet. It is I like awesome. a little neighborly connection. I, it took a while, and <clears throat> we've always been awkward about it, because like, we'll walk up and down the street, and like, I don't know, it's weird. It's We talked about it before on here, though, but making friends as an adult sucks. Yeah, dude. It's the worst. And unless it's like, like I've made friends through work, which is fine, because mm-hmm. that's an easier process. Like, you get to level. know them, then you hang out, you have a drink, and yeah. then, you know, next thing you know, you're you're in Cabo together. Who knows? Who the hell knows? But making friends, like, on your street, because you're like, I don't know these people. I don't want, I don't want new friends. Yeah. Isn't Drake says no new friends? Not a single one. Well, that's what being an adult and making friends, you have to make friends where you have definitive, like, end times of when you're hanging out. Right. When you're a kid and you're in school, you're like, fuck, school's done. Let's keep hanging out, dude. Let's keep Now it's like, well, it's 5 o'clock. I'll see you tomorrow, and then I'll leave again at 5 o'clock. Or if it's like comedy, it's like, I'll see you around 7, and I'll be there no later than probably 1. Very awesome. We'll never hang out sober. That's exactly right. I'm going to forget your name for the first five months that I know uh-huh. you, but you're the guy with the face that I know. I'll talk shit on you until I see you have a good set, and I'm like, man, I was wrong about that guy, Tim. It isn't. I mean, I guess I do have that. Like, I've, I've said that to my close friends that I'm still friends I grew up with. I probably have more, quote-unquote, adult friends than them just because of comedy. But my yeah. adult friends range from... 21 year olds to like 50 year olds yeah and then also ranges from people like you i hang out with all the time to people that might be insane yeah oh yeah and i don't think people understand that enough that in the comedy scene you have absolute lunatics yeah like yeah, we're dude. you and i are okay humans mentally within we're about, comedy we're okay yeah and we're struggling in real life yeah it's not good <laughs> but most of the people you meet in there are out of their goddamn mind people but. just assume you and i have our shit together because we have cars because we have cars and <laughs> haircuts yeah that's about it <laughs> But we're just as bad as these folks. And that's probably not true. Some people genuinely scare me. But like you said, it's still it's still funny. Like it, it's the only place where there are people I'm friends with or friendly with that I would never have 
come in contact with them outside of comedy. Yeah. And I'm glad that I have now because it's, it's opened my, you know, perception of the world to just like weirdos, goofballs, yeah. like, you know, and that's just what we like to call our close friends. Our close friends. <laughs> but the other people, we call them hot, sexy folks. Yeah. No, you, we, uh, it was kind of funny. We talking about it like last night. I saw Rob Cody and like sometimes it dawns on me that I'm like, you're like 42 and we're just friends. Yeah. Like actual friends. Yeah. It's pretty funny, dude. I had to, I, so most people I work with, I think now that I work closely with know that I do comedy, but some don't, I don't know who doesn't. So I don't want to be the one to tell them because yeah. one, it looks stupid. And then they're also gonna be like, tell me a joke. But like, <laughs> I was telling somebody, I was away for work this past week and I was telling somebody uh, a story and I was like, oh, and for some reason like age came up in it. and they're like, oh, I only hang out with like people my age. I was like, oh, it's was like a friend of mine who's like 26. And then I said like another friend who's like 42 and he's like, your friends range that much yeah, in dude. age. And then I had to be like, yeah, this isn't when I tell them. It's because of doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, like, you have to explain. I was like, no, I'm just really good friends with younger and older yeah, people. Yeah, that's all it is, dude. But if you think about, like, at work, like, I remember when I started interning, I was, like, hanging out with these fucking 30-year-old dudes at work. Like, I was, like, yeah. 21, and they're, like, it is funny when you're younger, and they're, like, you know, like, much younger, like, college, they're, like, what are you drinking every night? What's pussy like these days? <laughs> it's like, listen, fucks, I'm not getting any either. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, but yeah, we, I don't know, dude. I don't want to make any new, I, I'm done with friends, though. I've had enough. It's, I'm always up and down about it. Like, I'm open to making a new friend. Because now I think I ha- I kind of have to be. Especially, like, having the kid, like, eventually I'm going to have to become friends with her friend's parents. Because we're going to be doing uh, things together. We're yeah. going to be at events together. T-ball games. Shit like that. So I have to be friendly. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't think I have room for a new a new bud. You know what we need you to do, actually? Speaking of your child. Less friends. Start. <laughs> I'm actually not going to be a friend anymore. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I was watching Bert. Chrysler's podcast yeah. and he had Chris Stefano on. Did you listen to that one? No, I haven't listened to that one. He cried about his daughter yeah. on the cast, so you got to get a crying. I've probably been close to crying about my daughter. I, one I time get, we did. I, on the weekly basis, she does something where like I get hit with that, oh my God, yeah, me too, you're dude. a human that I made. I cry about your and, kid all the time. Yeah, and then I call you and you tear up. Mm-hmm. You're already crying about something else, but I just add to the mix. Yeah, I'm always emotional, dude. That's always good, too. If you can get like two cries in at once, Yeah, like your day's going bad and something good happens that makes you emotional, so you can have like a happy, sad cry at the same yeah. time. Yeah, So it's like a, a somber <laughs> whimper, but also like just belting out tears. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, like you're having a bad day, but the person at the coffee shop's like, that one's on us. You, know, yeah. you don't know it's <laughs> you. It's <laughs> not you. Fuck, oh, dude. And you try to kiss her on the lips. Or then maybe you like meet, you know, you match with her on Hinge and it says she's in a polyamorous relationship. Have you been matching with uh, anyone you see like in your day to day? Sure. How weird is that when you come? Well, I know you have because you've matched with comedians. You showed me. No, I mean, it's out there. It's fine. It doesn't matter. You don't say who. No. I, uh, All the female comedians. No, I wish. No, but kidding. yeah, you've matched with like with comedians. Have you matched with anyone that you like legitimately see and interact with day to day? Um. I mean, you don't, you're not outside much outside of comedy, but... <laughs> True. I mean, not like... Not really. Not to the extent that I'd see them and be like, hey, what's you know, what's that mouth do? Or what? <laughs> not that I would say that. Okay. She's but, like, well, currently it's asking you what uh, you want for your order here at Wendy's, but... Shut up, whore. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I've had some weird... I've had ones where... This is like a while ago. Uh, when I was like in college. I like matched with somebody and then talked briefly... By the way, dating apps are gay. I'm sorry I do these, but I'm the sad man. You should just double down and get on gay dating apps. You don't think I'm fucking well, grinding on Grinder, dude? You should. Why don't you put a little respect on my name? Sorry about all those notes. Sorry about all those notes. Uh, no, I ma- <laughs> I matched, and then I saw her after Unplanned, and it was like, whoa. We were like blacked out. I also had to just stop and think. I thought Planned was the name of another app. <laughs> oh yeah, I caught her unplanned, which is plan Planned B. Plan B, which means you're just open to whatever. Yeah, well, not if you're in fucking I think Oklahoma. You should you should get deep into the gay dating apps because then you can get on all the shows that only allow somebody within the LGBTQ sphere on. Yeah, have you seen those shows where it's like you have to somehow be like a Jason or not a white guy? Yeah, <laughs> to get yeah. onto these shows or Jason, a guy named Jason. Yeah, a guy named Jason. <laughs> a Jason. A Jason. A Jason. A Jason. <laughs> you trying to get on his show? You trying to fuck that ass? <laughs> but I think if you got deep in and like enough comedians saw you on those apps and like we should start booking Matt on the show. Turns yeah, out dude. he's, he's on time. the letters. Yeah, yeah. I might just <laughs> actually start. Turns out the G in LGBTQ is ginger. <laughs> ginger. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's a fun joke. <laughs> We're the plus. That's a. Uh, 
somebody made a joke where they the were plus like, is people that are positive with COVID. <laughs> somebody made a joke where they were like, everything's got a streaming service now, and they're like LGBTQ plus or something. I don't think I've heard that one. That's a fun one. It's not that funny, I guess. That's why I haven't heard it. But I will tell you. Oh, it's starting to rain. Uh oh, it's starting to get real sexy in here. We're gonna get some ambient noise in here. What the, I was gonna tell you a good tale that I had simmering in my ass. Is it a dating tale? No. Is it a tale of comedy? So. I believe it's, it's a the tale. only two things you're currently doing. I believe it's a tale of love and lust. Love and lust. No, well, I will and tell murder. you. And murder. Fuck, I don't, you tell about something, because I want to think about the story. Uh, I was in D.C. this past week. That was cool. Yeah, that rules. It's weird. Uh, the president lives over there. He's Yeah, he's president there. President Barack. You can't get anywhere near uh, <laughs> the White House. I tried. You really can't. As we mentioned, the president, we hear thunder in the background. Yeah, he's coming. They're watching. He's riding a chair. No, I, uh, I went... Early Monday morning when I, I got down there late Sunday night, early Monday morning I woke up and I went for like a run around D.C. Yeah. Because I was like, it'd be awesome scenery. No one was out. I was surprised. Why, like, is, that, why is that piss me off? I don't know. It, I mean, I, it, it would piss so me off, You're so committed to it that you're like, I'm in a different area and I'm going to run. Well, like, it is. It's when you get like at a – when you're consistently running, you do get sick of seeing the same shit. Like, yeah. I can only run by your apartment and hope the blinds are open so many times. True, fair. We'll They're closed a lot. I wish they opened more, because I would throw up gang signs as I ran by. Yeah, we need that. Um, there was, I was running by your place one time. It was really hot out, and I was like, if I knock on the window and ask for water, I wonder what the chances are that they're yeah, home. Yeah, we'll come and... We'll, probably were. Me and Zach will both come in aprons with a thing of lemonade, and we'll go, it's <laughs> It would just end up with us down. podcasting, and I'm yeah. just sweaty. <laughs> but I am wearing an apron. Um, yeah, still in an apron. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I went out for an early morning run. I ran... I was like staying right down near all, like, the sightseeing stuff. So I ran past the White House, which the closest I could get was, like, the backside of it, which was, like, 500 yards away. Yeah. Um, and it's it's funny because the, all the Capitol Area police, they eye you up. If you're running on a path or yeah. whatever, I'm not a threat. I'm in, like, way too short of shorts and a tank top with bloody nipple stains on it. So the president's, like, a hot girl, and those are, like, her fat friends. Yeah. Like, fat she doesn't friends even are... want to look at you. Yeah. She's too good for you. And you're like, fuck you, fatty. She's still sleeping. She's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine you've heard that a lot, John. So I got lady. past there, and I was like, all right, let me run to, like, the – they call it the mall, right, where it's, like, in between – Yeah. So I'm at Hot Topic, <laughs> DC Hot Topic. No, it's uh, I ran to the Lincoln Memorial right in front of the reflecting pool. It's great. I just told you I stopped and was like taking pictures. Another guy taking pictures, and I like looked at him. I was like, huh? So this is where they filmed Forrest Gump. Yeah, I like, can just act like I had no idea. There's also historical meaning to this place. Yeah. And then he didn't give me a look, and I pointed at the reflecting pool, and I was like, is that the swamp he was supposed to drain? Oh. Nothing. And the guy was just like, come on, man. I'm just trying to take Please pictures send, to yeah. send to my kids. I'm, I'm throwing heat early in the he morning. He didn't deserve it. He wasn't ready for it, dude. It was me and all uh, D.C. college graduates getting their graduation pictures oh, on dude. the Lincoln Memorial. A bunch of, like, rich Georgetown kids. It was a bunch of rich kids that you could tell their parents made them do this. They were hungover. Yeah. They're with a photographer, and they're just, like, standing in a cap and gown, like, in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Thumbs up. So I ran there. Then I ran to the Capitol. Wanted to go see how January 6th went down. Sure. It That whole area, you think it's like way bigger and way like more spaced out. And yeah. I, I think I could get into the Capitol today if I needed to. Yeah. And running up to it was weird. I was like, I was kind of laughing to myself. <laughs> this is also corny. After I made the terrible joke, I put on the Forrest Gump soundtrack to run along Oh, there. my God, dude. So I ran past the Washington Monument. Then the little fucking cool punk rock guy in me was like, nah, man, fuck politics. Fuck, D- fuck DC. So I threw on Rage Against the Machine. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Bro, first of all, what the fuck could the soundtrack to Forrest Gump be? <laughs> it's No, it's good. It's it's a lot of, like, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival uh, the mamas and the you papas. Just, you, just, you just thought of three words and you put them together. You don't know credence. I got things to do. You've definitely heard. It's like turn, turn to everything, turn, turn, turn. I think that's the mamas and the papas. Dude, you saw mamas beans. and the Tom papas. I don't know any of these types you know, of creative groups. Have you ever no. seen Forrest Gump? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, there's like. Uh, yeah, it's by the lady has AIDS and the guy's retarded. That one. Okay. So. Anyway, I'm running up to the Capitol, raging against bulls on parades, blaring <laughs> in my fucking, ears. You're just like, God damn it, dude. I'm running pa- it's funny, too, because you're running past <clears throat> people, and I'm like, when I, once I finally got to there, it was starting to get like time for people to go to work. Yeah. So I'm running past people in suits, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm running past people who are probably like senators who are going to decide if we should yeah. shoot a missile out of country. <laughs> yeah, you're running past And meanwhile, I'm just, just like... like Man, fuck the government. <laughs> yeah, dude. Rage against the machine. You ran past a guy who just literally made abortion. Illegal. I'm running a. Pa- I'm running a- past <clears throat> the machine. Yeah. 
You I'm raging past the machine. I'm not raging have... <laughs> against them. Somehow, like, if your nipples start bleeding, that's like you in protest. You're like... I posted a thing the other day on Instagram. I've been getting some... Yeah, you do have some bloody nips. That was a long pal. run. And, uh, yeah, I hit a nipple bleed. I also fell during that run. Jesus this was back Christ, in New dude. Jersey. I was running in the rain like this, and I hit the trails over in Haddonfield, which I know, like, the back of my hand. Okay. Which I got good backs of hands. Yeah, I'm furious. And I was... I'm flying along through the woods, dodging mud puddles. I'm doing yeah. good, and just missed a step, fell flat on my ass. Oh, dude! But because I'm a wrestling nerd, knew to throw my arms out and keep my head up. I mean, John didn't get myself a concussion. Look, dude, you've gotten two strikes I'm with some of these just comments. I'm myself to be awesome here. I'm gonna hang myself in your garage <laughs> if we get to a third. Listen, we can't agree on everything. Sometimes I'm awesome. Sometimes you do okay. <laughs> I could see that. So anyway, yeah, back to me raging past the machine. Yeah. Um it is funny, like. You you think of Washington D.C. in your head of like oh this is where but you also forget it's just a city yeah like there's a shit ton of homeless people there yeah every little they, there's a lot of like every block almost has a tiny little um, park to it yeah which would be like maybe the size of like my property here is a park and in that is thirty tents and all homeless people just living in there yeah. So I just kept making the joke, too. I was like, oh, I didn't know camping was that big in D.C. And like, oh, my God. Some people just didn't. They're like, you know, that's homeless people, right? I'm like, I, I know. fucking know. Of course, know. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> the one guy like tried to, that I work with, he tried to, he's like, you know, it's a real problem here. I'm like, yeah, man, I know. Yeah, of course. It's a problem everywhere. Yeah, no. Except oh, for where oh, I live. homeless people is a problem. Wow. Yeah, because I don't live in a fucking city because I'm smart. Yeah, because I'm homeful. I'm so homeful. Yeah, I'm so goddamn homeful, dude. I'm bountiful with home. I've got just about as much home as I need. You're sitting on my plot of land right now. How cool yeah, is that when you think about, about it? Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. I am it's sitting, not a big plot. I'm sitting right on your soft plot. I own a piece of this country. I think that might Sorry, be true. The bank owns a piece there of this country, and I give them month, money every month. The, the Mulaney thing? To just say, I get to please. I keep my shoes and pants there. Yeah. <laughs> the bank owns a home. I get to keep my shoes and pants And there. then when I finally do own it, I'll be 79 years old and pretty much dead. True. And I have to give somebody money a month that they literally own it and i go can i please stay here and they go fine all right we're gonna raise the rent by 50 dollars every year for no reason yeah like okay cool you're gonna do anything different no we're actually gonna do less actually you owe us fucking security deposit again but you also that's a if you stay there it's a pretty good like you can just be a dickhead tax yeah they're not gonna i got got tenure yeah i got apartment tenure. tenure apartment tenure you can't I kick me out. Can't legally. I can't think of what the fuck I wanted to tell you. I mean, I can keep rambling about DC, about that swamp we call DC. Well, look, I'll take you from the swamp of DC to Punchline, Philadelphia. There Let it me is. take you on a trip, if I may, listener. We uh, we went over there, so we're gonna close the garage. Ah! That was the cancel out. Leave. That was the cancel out. The sound of the garage closing. You don't know the Forrest Gump soundtrack? Nah, dude. Alright, sorry. Punchline. Whoa. Yeah, who gives a place a Forrest Gump never was. Yeah, because his wife had AIDS. It wasn't his wife, it was his lover who he had a kid with. She... Wait, did they get married? I don't remember. Don't they get married and she's like, I have AIDS? I don't know. I don't know. I remember my friend in high school, uh, he got a blood job uh, while watching Forrest Gump, and he yeah. said it was the greatest culmination of his two favorite things yeah. possible. <laughs> He's like, it's pretty great. <laughs> well, I mean, the, Forrest Gump was just like a Medea thing, but instead of like Medea does this, Medea does this, it's kind of just like retarded guy. I wish that <laughs> Forrest Gump would have taken the idea of Medea and had like multiple Forrest Gumps. Yeah. Like, but there kind of was in the movie. It's like retarded guy joins the military. Yeah. Retarded guy runs across the country. Oh, so you're saying Medea's retarded? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying she is a powerful they. black voice, and she reminds me of Michelle Obama, who might have a penis. That's not might not. I we all might or might not. Take it up with God. <laughs> you want to talk to somebody? Talk to damn God about it. Either way, speaking of God, <laughs> so I'm at the punchline. I'm at the I'm at the I'm at the punchline. No, we went there, dude. Gary Sharp's debut documentary. All the homies were there. It's always good when you're on a big show, but it's also still your friends. Yeah. This is like one of the few times I've had. I haven't it. had one of those in a while, and I, I just think the other day I need one. Yeah, dude. Like, it's you get on shows all the time with your friends, but it's like a bar or brewery or whatever, which are still sick. Yeah. But like to get like a big show, nice club, and then it's literally your friends with everybody on the show was really sick because there's it's so much less pressure. And yeah. And you feel less nervous because you're just like talking behind everybody, and everybody's like. It was sick. It also is good, too, because then if you do well, your friends can back it up. Yeah. Like, I could ask anyone there, like, how did Matt do it? And they'll be honest. But, like, <clears throat> when you're on a show where you don't have friends on it. Yeah. And you and you do really well. Yeah. 
I just have to like somehow find a way to not sound like a douchebag and talk myself up when like you'll be like, oh, how'd that show go last yep. night? I'm like, it was all right. But I'm like, I really did really great. Everything hit and everything yeah. was great. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's like, literally I had that like verbatim after I got off stage. I had one joke. Everything went fine. I was happy with my set overall. And I had one joke that tanked. And it was a new joke and I was like doing well. So I was like, let's fucking throw this one out. Yeah. And just ate it. Was it the one you and I went over? Yeah. I really I like so that. I, I just think people didn't know about the fucking People thing. They're not smart enough for you. Human. I mean, it's probably not that. I think it's a good joke. I'm gonna be honest. I believe in the joke. I'm gonna keep trying it. But and then I came off stage and I was like, "Damn, that Japan joke ate it." And they're like, "Yeah, it did." But everything else was good. And I'm like, "That's how I know you're being honest because you're yeah. like, yeah, that sucked." But you also you literally wrote that joke the day before. Yeah. And your only test of it was you called me and ran it by me. Yeah, true. And I, like an idiot, said, "Yeah, do it, man. That's a good idea." I still think it's a humorous. No, it gag. is a good joke, but it's tough to run a joke, especially at a good show. Yeah. To do a joke for the first time. Well, I think it's just my... And I talked to Zach about it after. Because I also texted Zach. I was like, damn, Japan Bo bombed. And he's like, yeah, that sucked. And I was like, all right. <laughs> be nicer. But uh, <laughs> he like... Uh, it, I, it's such a departure from the rest of what... Because I'm like, my ex is a bodybuilder. This and that. And I'm like, uh, World War II. Uh, it's like people I are wanted to ask you about very that, disjointed. You, now, you... It's... You have a very non-linear set like yeah. i know you're 10 15 minute set yeah and not just because there's crap but like joke wise and th- i think that's the beauty of comedy is like you could have someone that just tells a 10 minute story yeah or you can have someone that goes up and does 10 one minute jokes yeah or you can have somebody like where like jokes bleed into each other mm-hmm. i do love that your set is not that it's non-linear but it's like you can plug and play yeah in your set based off of if you want to continue to do crowd work or if you want to yeah. bail to just doing written material yeah. or go, you know, flop back and forth. That's what it was cool. It was That's last something night. I envy because I think I have – I like that my set's linear because I can remember it well. Yeah. Because they do bleed into each other. But now that I'm trying to do more and more crowd work, yeah, I need to find that muscle of like, ooh, crowd work's going great. Don't just – divert back to jokes right yeah stay in the pocket you can get back to it you don't have to tell this joke yeah you can skip two and then get to your closer yep. that's the only thing i do like that my closer is has nothing to do with the rest of my set yeah because i can do it at any following anything yeah right that, now. I, I, that's a good point because you kind of like write you like write the topic out like you kind of milk it and you like not milk like you get no, everything yeah. out of it so like yeah being a dad and then you're a dad so you go to other gender reveals like it all is right. like correlated and i think to some extent mine is too where it's like you know it is. Like, i wasn't trying to no. say but it's but i agree because it is just everything was based around crowd work. Yeah, but last you're, night well, now you're going from telling a joke about dating apps to world war ii yeah which was and very, like that leap is everybody awesome was like, what the fuck but then when you, if and when you do pull that connection off it's yeah. gonna be fucking awesome yeah i'm excited for it. i'm gonna keep it going but uh i wanted to tell you this was I, you would have been pissing yourself at me uh, I always piss myself. You do piss yourself. I have a jar in this in this garage because I have to pee all the time. Yeah, you have a very loose the jar is labeled n- labeled not pee. You have a very loose v- vaginal cavity, so when you do deadlifts, you piss. I saw a video of a yeah. girl deadlifting I have, and started pissing in the gym. I have terrible uh, pelvic floor. That's what it is. Yeah, and then she started Kegels. pissing during a deadlift, and then all the comments were like, "Oh, uh, sorry, women have different." Oh, I thought you things. said I saw you saw a video of me pissing. No, no, no. I saw a I young like, lady out there. A young lady with a. F- Big Tukas. I can tell you who it is. It's probably Lauren Fisher. Could be. Um, she was so. There was a famous video of a CrossFitter named Lauren Fisher who, in the bottom of a squat snatch, just pissed on the platform. Yeah. Hit the lift and then just walked off, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, she does that." And it's accepted like in the community, but then it made its rounds around the internet, and everyone was like, "This is fucking disgusting." Well, the one was at a commercial gym. And oh, she was okay. like, "I cleaned up after," and it's like. Listen, big baby girl. We now, here's how big of a that. piece of shit I am. <clears throat> if I was trying to fuck that girl, and she was like, you know, sometimes I piss in the gym. And I'm like, everybody does that. <laughs> Call me Jim. <laughs> oh, they're mad you're working hard? Of course. You wanna, yeah, you want to. <laughs> no, I'm a gym mat. <laughs> no, take no, my name's Matt. Oh, I get it. I'm okay. the gym mat. Take, take squat there, sweetie pie. But so anyway, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. I'm thinking about when we went to. I'm doing it. happening out here. Sorry. I don't know. I think your wife's driving an 18-wheeler. <laughs> um I can't. Right, this is the one last departure, but it made me laugh because I'm literally talking about the last time we all got lunch and Brenda was like, we can never any of us finish a story because we get diverted yeah. 19 times. So I had to make a departure to talk about how we make departures. Either way, we're at Punchline Philadelphia, the one and only. And uh, so how they did it is they showed Gary's documentary. It was really good. It was really well done. It was just like a cool 
and I, like I'm good friends with Gary. Like I did have, I thought it was like, oh, this might be kind of corny, and it really was not. Like it was all very like yeah, self-aware. I see what you're saying. He showed a really funny thing of like him doing a joke, and it's a joke that like he talks about. He like comes or something, and it's like he's in some shitty bagel shop that's got like five people there, and the camera just pans over to this lady who's closest to him, just like. Ugh, like you could tell she's disgusted. <laughs> Audiences like started dying at that. So it was, that's like, great really though because cool. it gives people a look at the shit that like because if all things go right, people are seeing us in the best possible setting. Yeah, like a punchline. They're seeing people at Helium. Yeah, they're not seeing us at a fucking convenience store where we're doing three minutes in the back of it. Yeah, while people are just coming in to buy ramen. Yep. Like <laughs> yeah, and we have to be like, hey, what's up? Look at this dumb fucking shoes. Who are you? And he's like, dude, I'll knock you out. Right yeah, now. Like, okay. I literally have no connection. I can see that, but uh. So they do the documentary and then they do a QA. and a and like right before they go for the documentary, Gary's like, yo, I'm going to give you a wireless microphone. You got to run around to people who raise their hand and have them <laughs> ask questions into the microphone. So I'm sprinting yeah. around the punchline thing, just like <laughs> trying to give people a microphone and they're like all across the damn, the whole audience area. So I, I probably was running around for like 10, 15 Got minutes straight. In. But I'm like, now, and then, so I'm like, all right, we'll give like a 10 minute intermission and then they'll bring me up. So Gary just like finishes it up. He's like, I think that's enough. Like people were really into it. They were asking a lot of questions yeah. and they were all like, you know, some of Gary's family's asked. It was pretty yeah. fun. His dad was like, you know, I've been following you for some time now, which was like a that's fun awesome. gag. Uh, yeah, his Gary's family was fucking great. And uh, so I'm like, all right, after I'm done doing this, I look like such a bitch, dude. And they probably think, like, I'm just somebody who works at the club, and this is, like, what they asked me like, to oh, do. Like, oh, they let the busboy out to come fucking do this. So, like, so They're also like, handling, handing you their empties. They're like, yeah. can, also, can we get two more? <laughs> two more. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so I'm like, at least I'll have 10 minutes after. Plus, I can talk about it on stage and be like, hey – what's up everybody yeah. uh so literally gary's like all right we're gonna put the projector back up let me get rid of these stools you guys ready for your host and i was like what the fuck? Oh, i'm like no. still in the audience holding the microphone <laughs> so i like run i say hold this you fat bitch and then i run back going on out stage. of breath i literally am on stage. what's up everybody you ready for a fucking decent show i literally get up there and i'm like hey you guys right recognize me from my role of guy handing you the microphone <laughs> And I was you like, should have just laid down for your first three minutes of your set. <laughs> no, then stage. I was like, Gary asked me to be on the show, and he's like, could you do ten minutes? I was like, I didn't realize it was going to be ten minutes of me fucking running around. Running, running sprints. So people could ask, like, Gary, how'd you get to be so hot and funny? I'm like, this felt like a setup, dude. <laughs> but I was able to milk it for a little bit, and uh, set went good. Like I said, the one joke, a cock, but I was proud of myself because I was like, let's do a lot of material. And the material was cooking. Yeah. For the most part. Some jokes I'm going to have to drop that I don't love, but really just two. Um, and then, dude, everybody, it was just like, and it's one of those shows that is what I was saying earlier. Like when you host a show and everybody, like you have a nice host set, right? Like a nice host set is different than like a nice regular set. Yeah. You know, cause you're going up there and you're taking the brunt of like going up cold. They're not fully into it yet. Yeah. You know, whatever. But uh, I mean, everybody crushed. Everybody did so well. The guy, it was Cole Cosby. He was hilarious. Then it was Jim Kelly, and it was funny because I can, I probably can say this. Jim was real anxious beforehand. He's like, they're gonna hate me because you know Jim's got like a different style. Oh, I think about that all the time when I see Jim go on at shows. Listener, you can revert back to our episode with Jim. He's got very dark sense of humor, like yeah. very violently, literally dark. Yeah. So I think about that all the time. Like, I'm just glad that I don't – I have my own nervousness before going on stage. Yeah. But it's like, am I going to get my jokes out? Not am I going to offend somebody right off the bat. But, yeah. But, but he's And so, he does a good job of bringing it back even when he does. His so. jokes are dark, but they're so well written. Like, he's a Very great well writer. Written, yeah. So he was telling me, he's like, I'm, I'm like, dude, you're going to crush. I'm telling you to crush. He goes up there, and I just – like, I'm in the back, and you just hear, like, big pop, big pop, yeah. big pop. That was Gary's dad name. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but he was killing. And then Shayna went up and probably had the set of the night. She's got a fucking great joke about sleep apnea that all the fucking big dudes in the audience were like, that's us, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Rob went up, killed Rob Stant. And then Gary went out, closed it out, and killed. Uh, and then it was just like, everybody was like, fuck it, let's drink, let's hang out. It was yeah. cool. Everybody was like hanging out. There's a lot of his family there, so they all went to the bar outside. And... Uh, it was a good time. People came by, said hello, nice job. I said thanks, you, you big old sweetie. And then went across the street to this bowling alley that was totally empty. So they just saw like 20. Yeah, right there at the Fillmore, right? Right next to it, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know it was right there. That's a sweet, that whole complex is awesome. Oh my God, dude, it's so cool. And they have the I brewery. discover something new every time. I'm, there's actually a small 
concert. So there's the big concert venue there. Have you ever been to that? The like, Fillmore? The Fillmore, the yeah. actual big room. There's a small like auxiliary room that has like a circle bar. Mm-hmm. And it looks, <clears throat> you feel like you're in literally in the boiler room. I think they kind of set it up to look like that. Yeah. It might even be called the boiler room. I made that That'd up. That'd be a sick name. And I saw a show there right before, it was like the night before COVID was a thing and the world shut down. Yeah. I saw like a music show there. And it was it would be the perfect venue for a medium sized comedy show. Yeah. I don't know if they run any there now. That'd so. be sick. I mean yeah. it's tough to compete with punchline probably, but uh But, but yeah, it's the, but it's all part of it. So yeah. it's all owned by the same thing. Yeah. To do yeah, to do like a one off. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. The bo- you know, it's good. The, the bowling alley was sick. It was one of those nights where like a couple people were like, Ah, I'm not gonna drink and then we all a couple of us start to take a shot and they go, Give me a damn shot, you virgin and I go, Get your fat ass over here. Rob Stan, no, I'm kidding, that fucking, <laughs> but, uh, and then we all hung out, bowled a couple rounds, and bowling with comics, like, when you go bowling, and, you know, it's, like, always awkward walking back after you bowled. No, I'm good. No, you're not, but when I'm you're, good. I'll beat you, I'll beat you in bowling. No, you would, but I'm just saying the awkward thing of, like, everybody's, like, you feel like everybody's looking at you for the most part, Right, they don't like, care. for me, they'd be like, oh my god, another strike, and no, I'm like, they'd sorry, like, guys. They'd be like, wow, like, Trish. You brought your own ball, and what's that hand brace you have? Yeah, they'd be like, Trish, why does he have his own bowling ball? That's embarrassing. We had to like turn around so you go get it. Why do we do this? Um, <laughs> Did you send an Uber just to get your ball and Just come your back? bowling ball, an Uber ca- courier, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like funny walking back, and like you're, and they're actually funny people, so they're like, ah, oh, you fucking yeah. this, that, whatever. Uh, Did you pick cool names? Uh, that's always fun. No, nah, Jim put all our names in. So Jim put, <laughs> Matt is under six foot. Okay. Uh, someone had a fun one. Well, next time have someone funnier pick the names. But. Yeah, we, come on, Jim, you big old pussy idiot. Uh, great set last night. But anything else? Uh, then I went home. What did you bowl? I, I bowled like half the rounds and then we called the Uber. It is always fun when you just say fuck it like in the middle of a game, yeah. middle of, a game of bowling. You're like, oh, this was fun. Let's just go get drunk and play ski ball. That's kind of what it was. I was just there to ha- We drank for the first like hour we were there and then bowled for like another 45. Right. And then I was like, I'm pretty drunk. I don't want to fucking extend this. So as I'm walking out, uh, three people are like, stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, what? And they're like, your shoes are still on. Like the bowling shoes. I, I was going to walk out and just go into fucking Philly with bowling what shoes What shoes on. would you have left there? Was it the ones we've already talked about? My Converse with the hearts Yeah, you on probably should have just left You're an ass bang, shoes. dude. You don't even know. And they were all like laughing at me because they knew I was just a drunk idiot. So yeah. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. So I run back. No, and, this is a new Kanye. <laughs> well, then also speaking of going back and you're just hanging out with comedians... Like, maybe forget your shoes around regular people that go, oh, what a goof. Everybody here was like, you big fucking moron. These are this <laughs> and that. The same thing. Like, probably should have left them here. Yeah. And then as I, like, walked out, the people were like, you're going to leave them. Those are great shoes. Who are the people? Hot, sexy people. Hot, sexy They were people? hot, sexy people. Tweens, young They're tweens. All rubbing their nipples like, you couldn't leave them here. And I was like, you guys are all hot and sexy. You get it. My podcast partner, John, has no idea what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here in comfort slides. True. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rocking a thong sandal to the bowling alley. <laughs> I did break up the thong sandals today. Yeah, dude. They were last night. It's 87 today. You kind of had to. It's, yeah. It's going to... Man, have we ran out of shit that we're just talking about weather now? No. Are we? I'm excited. for. Are you excited for hot weather? I'm excited. No. No. It hurts. I get sunburned, dude. Yeah, but you don't go outside. True. Damn. <laughs> Guess you never thought about it like that way. Yeah. No, I, I go outside. It's just, I don't know. I prefer things chilly, dude. Like, my apartment's always set to 66 if I can help it. Uh, I just hate that it went from absolutely freezing. We got, like, a week and a half of beautiful weather, and now it's going to be, like, painfully hot. Yeah. Come on now, dude. Who, who do I need to talk to to get damn seasons Yeah, can we get something That's better? Can we get something a little better than this? But uh, I will say you missed... Uh-huh. Uh, we went to... Yeah, no, keep rubbing in. I'm very happy I couldn't make it out last I'd night. love to rub it in, dude. This uh, Monday... I sent a message to, to Gary, and I was just like, hey, man, congrats. I heard everything went great. The re- So the reason we're recording in here is we had a little... We had a COVID scare run through my house. I'm sitting on three negative tests. Your Let's boy go. is as negatively positive as you can be. Let's go. I'm positively negative. That's what I should say. Sure. I'm kind of unbreakable at this point. No. I'm Bruce Willis. No. I'm Bruce Willis. No. Turns out I'm just the actual Bruce Willis, where, like, I'm forgetting who I am. Yeah, you're slowly dying. My lines, <laughs> oh, I just have <laughs> Talk about dying hard. They said that, so it's come out now that, like, his past couple movies, he's been filming with an earpiece in, and they're just feeding him lines. And then that made me think, why don't they just do that all the time for every actor? Because yeah, actors have to pretend that they have a real job. So that's yeah. the only hard part. If I was an actor, I'd be like, yeah, give me the earpiece. Yeah. I can make this job even easier. Just all for, right. You got to remember your lines. Your line <laughs> Take is, that, actors. Yeah, you dumb act. Yo, if you're an actor, straight up, you're a, you're an idiot. But also, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I need some funny people to act We'd in We'd love it, to be a part of your project. Very available. Please, yeah. 
And I uh, remember up to four lines. I don't want to cut you off. Speaking of actors, there's these two fucking dudes who are acting like they have a podcast in our realm. Yeah, what well, it was the uh, what is it called? Uh, the fucking South Jersey Sad Boys. It's like two of those guys who do that like um, Heart Joel shows or whatever the fuck that guy's yeah. name is. They like I think they're doing some, a pod. I don't know exactly what it is. They um, got good video. Well, I'm amazed that they found a camera that was able to capture. Was it? Is it? Brandon Dinelgan? Brandon, Brandon D or something. Dinelgan? Dave. And Dennis. Coog- I don't know. It's hard Dennis, to remember these fucking. Dennis Coogan. I mean, I'll tell you what. They're not worth the memory, John. I'll exactly. Say these guys are fucking. But one uh, is so tiny, I'm amazed that they have a camera that can even capture him. A, a lot of people are saying he's the tiniest guy working. Like jobs, not just comedy. Yeah. To, that, it, he's one of the smallest employed people in yeah. the country. And then the other the guy he does it with, not nothing to write home about. Dennis. Overly right? white. Maybe ra- I don't know. Maybe racist. I know. I've I've heard some stories like yeah. aggressively racist. You know the worst thing that I've heard, and this is actually true, and it's undeniable. Their girlfriends are funding all of that. The microphones, the cameras, yeah, all of that, dude. Meanwhile, you you don't even have a sweet lovely. I don't have anything. And I think my wife's gonna leave me if I keep doing this I'm, show. But I got. Yeah. I'm in it for the fans. I'm in it for my, and I think they're all in it for the wrong reasons. Also, naming your, I mean, granted, we have a we have a cute name, but it's like fun. Yeah. But like South Jersey bad boys, yeah. come on, come yeah. on. Come well, look, if you guys, I've actually uh, heard uh, rumors that both of them are from North uh, Jersey. They're both from New Brunswick. I've I've heard the same rumors. Yeah, they're both from one's from Hoboken, the one's from New Brunswick, and they regularly visit New York City. So they're well, not even like yeah. And it was I believe one of their girlfriends' uncle rents them uh, some space in his basement. Yeah, in South Jersey, so they can technically call it. South Jersey bad boys. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you remember that Brooklyn subway shooting. One, We don't know where they were that day. We have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea. But There's I'll no tell you record what, of them. I'll tell you what. They remained unscathed. But it's cute. They're trying to trying to put, you know, trying to keep our names in their mouth. Yeah, we're living rent-free in your heads, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, Enjoy it. Hey, look. Good luck with uh, whatever the fuck you guys are doing, dude. <laughs> nice. But, uh... One day we might get cameras, so we can also put out little attack ads. Yeah, maybe if our girlfriends would buy us cameras. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> right, I think that's good enough audio clip. That's good enough. <laughs> but speaking of guys who are not pussies, I did the do rag and the deer tag this Monday. Yes, you didn't oh, man, I come, wasn't able dude. to attend. That was a fun one, dude. It was a fun. I we felt like your agent in the end of that one because we kept rescheduling it. Yeah, and uh, in the end, it was pretty much just me negotiating. I was like, well, Matt, why don't you go ahead and do the cast? Yeah. I'll get on it at a later date, which I probably won't now sure. because they're going to forget about me. Fair. Plus, they said you got so racist that... Yeah, true. <laughs> but how was it? Uh, well, this is the... It kind of leads into another one. It was funny seeing... Everybody looked like how I imagine soldiers looked the day after, like, D-Day. Because the day prior was Peggy's... Yeah, comedian beer pong. Yeah, take it back a day. Another thing I wasn't able to go to. Yeah, God damn it, I missed so much fun in one week. This was the busiest week I've had in a long time. In one week of having the travel for work, that's why I couldn't go to Peggy's Beer Olympics. Yeah, and then now being confined to my domicile because of uh, alleged virus that's going. Oh, you mean the, the bio nation. weapon? Oh, you mean the bio weapon? Yeah, dude. yeah, Doctor uh, Fauci. Yeah, I'm putting more money in Fauci's pockets, taking tests every day. Yeah, it's, I'd kiss him. Mm. But yeah, because of that, nothing ever happens in comedy in a one-week span. <laughs> and now literally the coolest shit in the past year yeah, has all happened in one week, so I haven't been able to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. You kind of messed up. Yeah. But, uh, I have to have a job and a family. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a fulfilling life, and I don't get to go get hammered on Sundays. It's not that fulfilling. True. Well... <laughs> But so, yeah, Sunday was fun as shit, dude. It was just like cool. It was like we were all saying it was like it's like seeing what's that? <laughs> it what, couldn't huh? have been more of a guy in his twenties description. How was it, man? It was fun as shit. Dude, it was it was cool. Yeah, it, was, it was rad at it parts. It was rad. It slapped. Yeah, it slapped. There were bangers. Dare I say it got lit? I got HPV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it was fun. It was like seeing all your fucking teachers outside of school. I was oh, like, you guys yeah. are usually trying to be funny around here. <laughs> but uh, Ben and Drew boxed. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever been a part of. I So I still haven't contributed my dollar. But listener, if you're listening to this, go to Doing the Deer Tags Patreon, $1. Yeah. And you get to watch two very untrained <laughs> comedians yeah. from the clip that I saw attempt to 
tickle each other's lips with gloves on. Yes, <laughs> and they tickled all our fancies with the fervent nature they fought. It actually wasn't bad looking. Yeah. Uh, but it was like it was. Just, I was amazed. No headgear. On just yeah. gymnastic mats in a in a garage in a garage with like nails why sticking was it out in, of the walls. Yeah, why wasn't it in like the yard or outside? Uh, it, it felt very honestly the ambiance of a sh- shitty little garage in Peggy's backyard in Delco. Yeah. really fit the scene of two dudes. Okay. boxing and it was a good it was a good match. Everybody was very into it, but like sometimes you would like sit and like it made it funnier to sit and be like everyone here is like around their thirties. And we're in a garage watching two dudes. Oh, imagine being the neighbor that has no context of what's going on. And you're like, oh, no, I saw the weirdest mix of people I've ever seen Uh at a barbecue. Usually a barbecue, it's like every barbecue I get invited to outside of comedy, it's mostly dudes in their 30s in short shorts, couple in a tank top, Mm flip-flops. This is a great melting pot. Yeah. Of a comedy barbecue. Oh, it's very funny when you can go from like all walks of life. You go, you you have a conversation with John Deary, and then you have a conversation with Naeem Ali, and you're like, these people would never cross <laughs> yes. paths yes. if it was not for comedy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's great though. I love uh, it. But yeah, so then like after word, people were like, they had the fighting spirit in them. So like some other people <laughs> would go to box, but the only thing sadder than like two pe- watching two people box at a big garage is when people start walking out while you're boxing. <laughs> like there's like people like eating a half cooked burger. Like yeah, I'm done with this. I'm I'm gonna walk the fuck out yeah so when it starts with 15 people and by the end there's like four you're like what is what are we even and one of those people is you in a doctor's coat you want to explain that uh look they needed a medical professional i was the man for the job i love that you are the closest thing to a medical professional within that comedy probably scene. there's probably someone who is an emt but they're like i don't know let's get a guy who looks like he could be a, he could be a doctor in a brochure they were like ah your sister's a nurse you're close enough to also this. you're the only person the jacket fits we just bought a <laughs> very size. true it did fit me very nice i'm not it, gonna lie it, to you. and I, you had a real stethoscope and everything it looked like i didn't bring it they'd had it all there for me ben okay. stop had it prepared and it was funny because i would just like <laughs> like in between rounds people were like the doctor what are you doing so i just like go up and put it to their chest and i'm like he's good <laughs> he's good uh but dude it was a lot of fun and i I'd love if that's actually how boxing went yeah a doctor had to go to the corner every time like i don't know his, his beats per minute are pretty up <laughs> yeah i'm like fucking in the back corner like talking to some girl with a cigarette i'm like oh shit shit, shit, shit. <laughs> uh but, uh, yeah, so then seeing them the next day at the podcast, it just, like, everybody just, like, limps in. I mean, were they, so, again, listener, go watch the fight, but were, were there some, like, did they connect on these punches? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a couple good ones. It didn't look like there was a lot of defense. <laughs> uh, no. It was but a lot of... Not a lot of offense. Also, it didn't look like a lot of shots to the body. It looked like they were just going for headshots. That's what Naeem said. He said, you guys didn't try to hit the body at all. Yeah. And they're like, we're not good. <laughs> it's like, oh, true. But if you, even if you just Google how to box yeah it'll say in there like hit the body trust me it helps <laughs> like, i'm not gonna lie to you i think if i had boxed either of them i would have gotten my ass kicked because they both are a little trained and they really? kind of had an idea okay. i'm not getting my ass, i think just because i'm bigger like i might have a chance but like do, do you know how to throw a punch i know we've talked about really. fights but like i never really knew how to throw a punch till i bought a heavy bag and put it in my basement yeah and then just went on so many rabbit holes of uh, watching YouTube videos. Right. Like on the proper way. To, and I mean, you're talking to a guy who made it to his yellow belt in Kempo Karate. I, dude, I would never so you disrespect you by not knowing. Yeah. I knew how to throw a punch. You would think I that. I got the cat. I got that part. But you have the what? Turns out don't cat in okay. a fight. Shit. You don't always want to cat. Nope. You hear that? Once in a while. Now, they say to do that because I think it makes the other person think you're mentally challenged. They're sure. Like, I probably shouldn't punch this guy in the They're face. like, what's your name? And you're like, Kia! Yeah, like, all right. Nice to meet you. That's actually how Kier Williams got his name. It <laughs> <laughs> also sounds like a jazz musician saying his name. <laughs> but, yeah, when I learned how to, like, pop, like, and I'm saying I learned how to probably throw a punch from watching YouTube videos. And I think I asked Naeem once in person. I was like, is this right? And he's like, yeah, you got, like, the basics of it. Yeah. The mechanics of it are crazy. Because so it's you like step off your back foot. You got the twist down, but it's yeah, it's to properly know how to throw a punch. One thing, but then yeah, to properly know how to throw a punch when someone else is also throwing punches at you. Tough. It is tough. So I will say, yeah, you probably would get fucked up by both of them. All right, I'm guess we kind of fully circled where you were surprised at first, and then you came back. Yeah, around no, and you're like, a pussy. nah, they kick your um, ass. <laughs> no, I'm actually a regular cool god fearing taxpayer, so you can just shut the fuck yeah. up with that dude. But damn, should we fight? Uh, no. <laughs> After watching how sad it was. See, was that, like, no, were they like, I don't know if I can box a friend and then just like hug and go back to drinking. That's what I kept saying. And I was like, I hope friendships are okay after this. Yeah. That's all I can. And they're like, it's got to be fine. I'd also worry that I would cry. 
Yeah, I would start crying, yeah. Damn, imagine if you cried in front of everyone in the Philadelphia comedy scene. I trusted you. But, like, you won the fight. But, like, you're just, like, your emotions built up. At what cost? Yeah, you don't know when your emotions are going to come out. Not I. I'll start thinking about shit that bothered me four years ago during that fight. <laughs> you're crying in the corner as the doctor. <laughs> I'll be They're like, fine. Like, I'll be, is that okay? I'll be getting payback for that, that bodybuilder punch I got. <laughs> I never deserve this. <laughs> yeah, we know you can take a punch. Oh, can I ever, dude? What if she? What if in the your bodybuilder joke, which listener, if you heard it, it's great. What if she started like working the body on you? <laughs> and you had to go into a shell defense. I'm like, <laughs> you're just slipping punches. Zach's in my corner, like hands up, keep your hands up. All of a sudden, a, a stool appears and she sits down, like yeah. rest in between. Pring, pring. He comes over and he's just rubbing Miller Light on my. He's like, you gotta keep your head up, son. You gotta get the body in there. I'm like, I can't see her. I can't see her. Are they? Are the cold activated cans blue yet? And they're like, cut That's me. And he's like, light, why? And he yeah. gives me just an envelope. He gives me a paper cut. <laughs> fuck. Why do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so funny. Boxing. Dude, I just used to be a fun running joke. Is anytime that Zach was uh, too drunk or like either too hungover, we would just be like, get this kid a beer, stat. And then we'd just throw Coors Lights at him. Always a fun gag. Would he catch him? No, he would be laying down asleep, and he'd be like, you guys got to stop doing that. And we're like, okay. I, I got to stop waking up with cold-activated cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mountains are too blue, fellas. <laughs> yeah, dude, oh. you're off the grid, man. You missed a pretty, All right, pretty so, fun yeah, week. Coming off of the greatest week ever. Yeah. I was in D.C. Yeah, we know, dude. I skipped a comedy show in D.C. because <laughs> I, I didn't want to get out of bed. Because you got sleepy. I reached out. Uh, shout out to Grassroots Comedy. We can talk about that. I... I reached out to somebody from uh, DC comedy scene that I met at a comedy on the Crick show. Shout out, dude in the corner. I think okay. his real name is Clarence. Um, <laughs> and Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clarence's parents. Uh, it's just fun to say. It's from eight. I reached dude. out. Yeah, no, it's, I was repeating it. My big, my big. Tired. I'm a tired guy. Come on, I man. have COVID. Um, Probably. <laughs> but I reached out to him, and he was like, "Hey, I saw this show. Is uh, got signups out there? You can sign up online. It was an actual show, not a mic." Like, maybe nine, ten people they take for it. But on the sign-up, now, for listeners, not a comedian, sometimes online you sign up on, like, a Google Doc or whatever. Yeah. This one had, like, a questionnaire. And I sent you a screenshot of it. And some of it was, like, stage name, this, that, like, all that stuff. And then it got to, because it's in D.C., I guess this show made itself different by, like, all the comedians talk about a social issue within their comedy and they always say what makes comedy really good is boring people to death with social issues yeah making them sad and i don't have any jokes that really address social issues i have yeah. a 9-11 joke i don't know like so in to there be fair, you technically do have a climate change joke true of which i always forget to throw the tag in there Furious. but i did forget the most recent show but it was because i was doing well with crowd work yeah but, whatever dude um i started filling this thing out and i just lied i was like i'm gonna talk about gun control <laughs> And abortion, and I, um, how maybe we should combine the two. Who knows? Abortion you think they, were, you think they really have to go on stage and so talk So then about I, it? I got on, after I filled it out, I submitted it, and then I got an email saying, hey, you're on the show, let us know. Like, And I told them I'm taking the train down, so they were like, let us know when you're in town. And then at the bottom it said, you do not have to include. So I don't know why it's even on the questionnaire. It's you're allowed to talk about. I don't know, maybe in D.C. they just, most mics don't let you talk about politics or something because it's like. Yeah. And then I thought about that's got to suck because you get probably so many people that work in the government that are like, I could go on stage and talk about this. Oh, true. Yeah. So open mics down there. And I don't know. This could be totally wrong. Listener, if you're from D.C. and you're in the comedy scene, let us know. Yeah. But I think about all the stuff. People just talk about like local South Jersey, Philadelphia stuff in comedy. Like down there is it. They're like, just see what the left did today. Yeah, literally. Oh, God, another one of these. Like, just talk about your dick. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, very honestly. We so anyway, long story short, too. took the train down, got in with plenty of time to get to this show. But I was also trying to pull one-two punch of getting into town and not running into the people I work with that I was going to be with for two days. Yeah. Because I knew they would want to go get drinks or get dinner. And I'm like, I just want to course, dude. go either go to the show or go to my room and sleep. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to sneak into the hotel. Sneak into the hotel. To the right is the check-in desk. To the left is everyone I work with sitting at the bar yeah. with a drink waiting for me. <laughs> so I'm like... You can't. You have right. to. So I roll over with my wheelie suitcase looking cute. <laughs> put the handle down. That was actually you saying really. Yeah. It's a wheelie <laughs> cute case. <laughs> um, and they're trying to like peer pressure me, which it's hilarious when a 
late 40s, early 50s, man tries to peer pressure you into drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just had to be, I'm like, you know what, guys, I'm going to go out to my room. I'll see if I get back down. Oh, boy. I get up there, just <laughs> late in the bed. I put on, because I don't have my usual shit I watch because it's a hotel TV. Yeah. I just watched 43 episodes of Ridiculousness Huge. the entire time Enormous, I was there. dude. It was just on. I didn't turn the TV off. Left it on. I think MTV now is just ridiculousness. Yeah. I, well, literally, like, once you get to episode 12 in a row, you're like, how much fucking money does Rob Deerdeck have? Yeah. And then I watched uh, the new Jackass movie, and he's in that. Oh, he is? He yeah, true. He makes a cameo in that, yeah. and he just does the ridiculousness thing in Jackass. Yeah. He's like, anyway, we call this segment kicking yourself in the dick. Dude, <laughs> Rob Deerdeck, I've never had a bigger heel turn on a person in my entire... When I used to watch Robin Big... When I was big into skateboarding, anything right. skateboarding I'd watch was on MTV2. I was like, this guy is safe to say you were Rob and big into skateboarding? Hey, John, can I talk yeah, to you yeah. off mic real yeah, quick? Sorry. Yeah. Don't ever fucking... Don't you fucking do that again. <laughs> um, I will make you go out in the rain. But I was just like, ah, this guy's like, he's a wigger. This sounds ridiculous. He's this little douche from, like, Ohio. Then you learn he's King Wigger. Once he like got that founded show, DC Skate Company, right? Is dude, he like one of the, like the he went, maybe not founded? He's a co-owner. Like, he's a co-owner of Alien Workshop, which is a big uh, NBC, skate deck. I think he's like a part probably owner. a part owner at this point. Yeah, but he uh, he's Welcome a to skate talk. Yeah, dude. Then when he had uh, Fantasy Factory, genuinely a very funny show, and he yeah. was funny. It was obviously like yeah. scripted in a lot of ways, but like it was. I mean, I enjoyed it. If you're gonna have to watch quote unquote reality TV, make it that. Yeah, like I'll gladly watch that. I was pretty bummed when that thing uh, came to an end, but. Another thing I wanted to say, we're getting rainy, boy. I wonder if they can hear. Also, it. if you're a, if you're a long term idiot, oh, new name for the long term listeners. Yeah, an LTI. You remember? It's like episode two or three. I yeah. believe it's called Rainy Day Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we were in this garage, in a rainstorm, was when my neighbor's boyfriend just dug a trench through my property. Yeah. To drain. <laughs> their yard so <laughs> yeah, that was a good throwback we're now on good terms and the, there was a discussion the cops got involved for a minute but we're on good terms uh, now, good terms so. not if i have something to do about it i'm gonna go piss good on her terms porch. gary that's the name of this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh it's very fair uh but i'm jealous of that i can't wait to i can get to that age of like not having the fomo of a group of people i work with being like come have a drink it let's did. go well and i also knew because i was there for three well two i was there for two nights uh i knew the next night we were gonna be going out and getting dinner We'd probably get drinks and everything. So I kn- and I'm also at the travel to New York next week. Heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I know it's gonna be every night is just like, let's and and it sounds so shitty to be like, oh, I have to go have good meals yeah. and drinks. But it's like, one, I'm having drinks and I gotta watch what I say. Yeah. So I'm used to having drinks with comedians or with my friends. Yeah. And I can, it's there's no filter or there is to an extent. I know, you know. But I'm like, I can't make like. Or the flip side of it, now people know that I know that I work with know that I do comedy. Yeah. I, are they going to look to me to be like, oh, you didn't make a funny joke, dude? Do joke one of your here. skits. I did. I wanted to try to sneak away to a mic or to a show in New York, but I'm not going to be able to swing it. Yeah. Like, I might be able to do the first night. I might try to go to Legion of Skanks. We'll see. That'd be huge. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But it, it sucks, like, having to explain to people, like, my friends that one's a teacher and he's like oh sorry you get to go have old fashions with rich people yeah and i'm like no like it's it's not that it's it's, it's enjoyable i like it it's okay. but it's i can't be me can't the dude can't be the be dude myself. i mean that's I'm, what in, I'm in like a weird version of myself like if anyone ever sees me at work like i probably have on a polo shirt and slacks yeah I'm a big shorts and t-shirt guy in the real world it's a totally different thing dude i mean i have all- multiple me's like i have the me of if I got to be on camera for work, I'm like boxers, but with a polo shirt on and my yeah. hair is brushed. Yeah. Then if it's most of the time, I'm like, I'm just going to wear the same pair of shorts and t-shirts for three days. Why like, wouldn't you? Which usually is my go-to. But or like, wh- yeah, this week. And I also hate we're going up and they, they put it up there with like, you can do business casual. You can wear jeans if you want. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I can't wear jeans. Yeah. And then also act professional. Yeah. I need to look down and see a slack. Maybe a, a dress shoe of some sort to put you in the to mode. To snap my brain back to like, you can't make dick jokes here. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the funniest thing is traveling for work and like we work with like so you know people that are I don't know, let's say it without saying it like people that we work with they're not in our company whatever it is they're on a different team right. that we're interacting with and them being like because you know we own stuff that they they're trying to they're trying to impress. What Matt's us. trying to tell you is he owns people. No, I <laughs> I used to my answer. Uh, 
But like when you go there and they're like, oh, we have this and that, we have this. Oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot this. And you want to just be like, oh, I, can, I don't give a fuck at all, dude. Like yeah. this doesn't, I'll still get paid. You it's know? so funny because I've definitely developed that I don't give a fuck mentality on a lot of things. And I got to keep myself in check with it yeah. with my current job. Yeah. Because my old jobs, I couldn't have that attitude. Like right. it was if I didn't give a fuck, it meant like somebody's day got ruined. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, no, I can just answer that email tomorrow. But to me, it's like, it's fun. But then I like will be with people who their personality is like, I care about my job. Yeah, I, I am lucky now. Guys. Like, the people I work with, I get along with and are cool. Yeah. And, like, we just went, the recent jo- uh, trip I had, one of the guys I work with is from Spain. Mm-hmm. Speaks like that, so it's not, you know, like, I'm allowed to. And lived there till he was, like, 30, so, like, very, like, well-versed in everything Spanish. So we went out and got Spanish tapas. Yeah. And we went to the restaurant. We just, like, put the menus away. We were like, Jorge, go ahead. Pick out what we get. Yeah. And he, I don't know what I ate, but it was some of the greatest food I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what it was. Could I, I know, like, none of it was, like, anything crazy. I don't think, like, Spanish food has any, like, this is pig brain and this is this. Like, yeah. We had blood sausage, sausage that I might... I might kick you in the teeth to get another... My teeth, too? Plate I never even had blood braces. Sausage. It was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Putting your total trust in somebody because they know the, and he even said like, as he's looking at the menu, he's like, there's something, and I'm not going to do the accent anymore. So I'll be very <laughs> offensive. He's like, there's some things in this menu that tell me that this is a good place. Cause you can't get these outside of Spain. No shit. So, and it was pretty cool. Like it was, an, that's the fun thing about like going out for work. Like one of the managing partners was there so we, i'm like yeah. oh we, we can just eat and drink however we want tonight like, yeah i don't do nearly enough of that i'd be like going to the authentic place like i'll go to central and be like this is fucking well i always think I, that I'm the border? Like, yeah i think i'm like at somewhere authentic i'm like oh this bistro in collingswood is <laughs> yeah, yeah am i in sicily yeah it's, yeah because but our, then like you eat there like the servers barely spoke english yeah but you want that you like want that's that. why if you do want a good taco yeah in this area you go to los jalapenos over okay in oakland I don't think anyone there speaks English except for they hire like a 14 year old white girl to work the register when you yeah. got to pick it up. Yeah. And it's just all the cooks out there just hitting on this girl. Just one of their it's son's girlfriends. So that has it's some, yeah. so good. It's got to be incredible. It's nine dudes hovering around. Come on. When are you going to let me hit? Come on. And uh, yeah, so go there. That's This is a plug. Shout out Los Jalapenos. That rules. You make a delicious wet burrito. <laughs> I don't mm, know why you got to call it, it Yeah, I don't like that at all. Well, let's put that when they put this the delicious It's weird sauce. when you get yeah, got to eat a burrito with a fork and knife. Been there, done that, dude. Yeah. What can you do? It's no Chipotle, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Chipotle is authentic. <laughs> it's about as real as it gets, if you ask me. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta diversify. I don't eat the same. Sh- like after this, I'm gonna go fucking eat Wawa. What are you gonna get? Toasted ravioli. Do we gotta start going? We have to start a dinner club instead of us going out to cute little comedian boy lunches. We gotta do our. Do we once a month get the fellas together for a good meal? <laughs> no. Come on. No, I would do it. I would do it. As long broaden as you your horizons. I'm trying to broaden these damn horizons. When's the last dude? time you had a good restaurant steak? I'm not. I gotta be honest with you. And not nobody. Steak guy? I think steak's good. I've just never gotten like why it's so a. I don't. know. Maybe I've never had like a. I've never. I'm trying to think the best. Yeah, I was gonna steak. say what's the best one. True. I, I guess I don't really have much of a. So like I eat on. a lot of steak, but it's because now it's just in our rotation of shit that I'll cook. Yeah. Especially with the air fryer, so it's easy. Yeah. But like I've had steaks. Now I've also had. Some of the best steaks I've ever had were when I worked at Chili's. Yeah. So it's like if you can put your trust in the person cooking it and they just load up with butter and garlic, yeah. it can be incredible. But I've also had some steaks that are like I'm trying to think. I've, I've had, I had a 50 plus dollar steak before. Yeah. And it was at a work dinner. See, that's, yeah. At an old job where like you could order whatever you want. Yeah. And it you do get an appreciation. You're like, I get it. I get no, why definitely steak be a is a. Yeah. I was going to say, mine, I think the nicest is probably like a Texas Roadhouse. And then, Which is a great steak. I, That's I what pissed me off too. Tasty. Steak and wine are a kind of thing where like people are really snobby about it. Yeah. And they forget that it's if you enjoy it, then it's the best thing for you. Oh my god, dude. I we, hate that dinner. We had a, we had some Spanish wine that yeah. everyone was like, John, what did you think? I was like, it was delicious. Yeah. And they were like, That's one of the best bottles of wines they have here. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Nice. That tastes a lot like the uh, twenty dollar bottle I can buy that I get. I'm yeah, like, I drink box wine. Yeah. So everything's a step up. Like yeah. Skinny girl wine or some shit like that, yeah. but like I don't like the I hate the food rules. That shit pisses no. me off. Food rules so are the dumbest much. thing. It's ever. such an older guy, and it's funny because like I grew up. My dad 
is a pussy like me, where he's like, I would like my food to taste exactly how I want it. Right. And there's no, like, if I get a steak, I'm getting it medium well. Yeah. I don't want the fucking rare shit. And, like, we had one of my uncles is, like, a big, like, you don't put any A1 on it, no butter, none of this bullshit, and it's We've rare. We've talked about before with bourbon. Yeah. If you like bourbon cold, drink bourbon cold. Yeah. If you like bourbon with a shit ton of Coca-Cola in it, yeah. drink it with that. However you like it, drink it. Or don't drink it. Yeah. That's the thing, too. It's like, I think I told you, like, at, when I was 33, I decided... I don't have to do shots if someone offers me one. Yeah, and that good blows for you. people's minds at first. I remember because when you and I last time we were at uh, at Brewers together, yeah, I remember you put a shot in front of me. I was like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, and you're like, well, I'm, someone will do the shot. Yeah, the shot's not going to go to waste. It'll take two seconds till somebody's like, give me that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the person who purchased them or the person who has a drinking problem. Yeah, sometimes it's the same person. Could be me. But I'm at that point now, and it is. It was like the point where I was like, maybe I am an adult. Yeah, I I'll do shots. If I want to. Yeah. I just know I can get to the funness drunk-wise without doing shots. So, My best nights is when no liquor's involved. It's just straight, like, beer yeah. and Celtic boys. Or, that's what I do, like, when I go on these work things. And we can wrap it up as we're on a tangent. We're getting close to the hour. Bang. And the listener, you guys are only paying for an hour of our time. So yeah, kiss actually, us on the lips. You ain't paying for none of our time. Yeah. Buckle up for hour number two. <laughs> yeah, dude. Somebody please kiss we me. We could keep God going and cut sake. this into episode 50, too. I don't know. I will see what we're feeling. But I do, actually. Yeah. It is. No, we can wrap it up. But it is nice, like... When I go out for these things for work, it's not a mix of booze. So if I start the night drinking Old Fashions yeah. or Tito's and Soda, I'm probably ending the night drinking those. Yeah. Whereas if I go out with my friends or with comedians or even just out to dinner, it's like oh, I had wine at dinner. Then we went to the bar yeah. and I had beers there. Then we had cocktails yeah. there. Like That's one thing I don't miss. Like I love going to a place, starting my drinking there, and then ending my drinking there. Yeah. I don't like bouncing around anymore. Let me ask you this question. This is like nope. related to it. I'm at, hey, hey, John. Pass. Let me please <laughs> ask it, dude. And please, if you're a female listener, please kiss Matt me. Matt actually just shuffled across the stage of pun- the audience of Punchline with a wireless <laughs> mic to ask me this question. So go ahead. Um, I was talking to Lil Remain Unnamed because I have a theory behind it that I don't know if it's racist or not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like having a night and you're like, damn, I had a bunch of beers last night. Like, like, think back, not like now, like now I know it's different, you're a little older or whatever, but like if you're like my age, maybe a little younger, college age, whatever. There. Like if you're having Don't a night remember it. where you're like, fuck, I had a ton of beers, what would that number be? And be as br- brutally honest as you can. What? So if it was college age, I was still drinking like Keystone Bud Light, the beers you can drink a million of. Yeah. So in college, I remember all the time splitting a 30 pack and running out of beer after my 15th beer. Yeah. So, like, a night I lived in a house with five other baseball players. Yeah. Me and the center fielder would share a 30. Okay. And we'd have it in our mini fridge in our room so no one else drank it. And I'd yeah. come down, like, four at a time. And then I'd have to steal them from my roommates at, like, 1 a.m. when yeah. I'm done my 15 beers. So, like, those, like, the light beers back then would be 15. Okay. You could drink. Like, I could – I couldn't even imagine drinking 15 Keystones or Bud Lights now or, like, Lion's Head. Yeah. Um, but, now, if yeah. I'm going out. Yeah. So now if I go out, it's usually White Claws sure, or some seltzer. If it's a comedy-related thing, I'd say I'm not driving. I'm drinking White Claws probably six in the course of a open mic and maybe a hang afterwards. Wow, okay. Fair. I don't, I don't know. Maybe fair. six? Okay, fair. Because I was talking to Naeem the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot how we were talking because he said – so when we were at Peggy and Peggy's house – yeah, we we made an un, unintentional good choice. Me, Brendan, and Dan Madden, we all drove over together. We left at like five. We got there at like one, two. Yeah, got hammered. Oh, well, Brendan a, didn't drink. Leaving a barbecue before the sun sets is a huge adult move. That was the exact right move. Brendan didn't really drink much. I was drinking. Me and Dan were fucking buzzed up. Yeah, everybody there was getting hammered. I talked to them the next day. They're like, "Yeah, we left at like midnight, one o'clock," and I'm like, "I can't even imagine." No, I can't. Anymore. Everybody was like, we were blacked out, hammered, whatever. So I was talking to Naeem, and I was he was like talking about beer and he was like i don't know how we got to it and i was like if you were drinking a lot of beers like what's like the most you probably drank at one time he's like damn honestly probably like seven like being like right? ever yeah and i was like yeah, that's like nothing dude and he's like what about you and i was like if i'm getting after it like if it's like if you give me like we start around six or seven we're out till two yeah i was like i put down probably 17 18 oh yeah and he's like what the fuck this and that and like, i don't think it's racist but i think you're right i think black guys if we if white guys the one thing we have you know, I think we're better drinkers. Well, it's all in the now. This is gonna get racist. Black guys way better at smoking weed. 
Way better. They're yeah. so good at it. They're really good at it. Yeah. We're, yeah. Weed. Coors Lights are weed for white guys. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Because, like, uh, you'll be with, like, a black guy that would just continually smoke blunts throughout yeah. the night. And you're like, how are you functioning? You're speaking and everything? Yeah. Like, if I'm just in the room, I'm gone. Yeah. Just from secondhand contact. Then you give him, like, one Heineken and, like, two shots. And, like, fuck, man. Yeah. Then you cut to a white guy now. who's 13 Coors Lights in. He's yeah. like, I'm thinking about going home and refinancing my mortgage. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, what? Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Look, I got just th- enough beers to eat. That, I always think about that when I, whenever Gillis has been on uh, Rogan. He yeah. puts back, like, 15 beers. Yeah, dude. In like a two-hour stand. Now that is a different. That's a different animal. beast. Yeah, that's tough. That's where I always. I'm like, man, I've been drinking too much, and I listen to a podcast of comedians, and they're like, I've drank thirty nights in a row. Yep. And I've drank twelve beers every night. I'm like, yep, yep, oh, yep. Oh yeah. That's why, like, I think I'll continue to just keep drinking seltzers. The seltzers are the answer. Four to five seltzers. I don't feel too bad the next day. No. I do. I do want to get. I think where I it'll work best is get to a, a daytime tailgate at a Phillies game this year, I think I could still put down 12 cores lights. Yeah. Now I'm going to be loose as a goose sure. in that Phillies game. I'm going to fall asleep at some point in that Phillies game. Fine. I'm going to eat a lot of hot dogs. Delicious. But I think I could still put to the test. Yeah, dude. If I really put well, my see, mind I'm, I'm going to have a barbecue here in a couple weeks. Maybe I'll make it a Coors Light day. Beautiful. Invite over the fellas, the, the comedy fellas. I'd love to come. We just do a daytime boozy. Because if I'm here, that's a whole other beast. If yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. That's the danger. Everybody comes to my apartment. It's like, I live here. I'm going to yeah. be back here. I'm getting fucking hammered. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hold you to that, that right. comedy barbecue. I would like to. Oh, comedy barbecue. Don't even tempt me. You got the grill right here. We make got it happen, lady. I got two grills. You got two. I don't want to brag, but I got two grills. One, one for, for the, the boys, one for the girls. One for the dogs, yeah. and one for the birds. Make one a vegan grill. <laughs> Just fucking. All right, we another, vegan friends? Uh, right, we're really, we're rambling now. What do we got? We're in hour five. Damn, we're sweet little cuties, what huh? You, uh, we're getting a little hot in the, the garage. The rain has stopped. The sun's back out. Humidity is on the rise. On the rise. What do you got coming up, Matt Pips? Uh, Tamari's. Uh, this will probably will not be out. but so I'll probably get out tonight. So Saturday the 21st. 21st. I'll be in Easton if you want to drive two and a half hours. Doing, Noich. Speaking of, Naeem's show. I'm going to make him drink eight beers. <laughs> and uh, He now lives in Easton. He lives in Easton. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Uh, and then we have June... Third, Comedy on the Crick, coming up, coming in hot, June 16th. I'll be at Workhorse Brewing Company. Jim Gillespie put together a show. That one looks pretty cool. I'll be hosting that. Good flyer. Robbie Stance uh, headlining it. And then a bunch of shit in June. I'll post up, but follow me on my Iggity Instagram, which is really starting to to crackle and pop, uh, at Matt People's Comedy, baby. I got uh, that same 21st tomorrow night. Uh, Dr. Not, yeah. No, just Strange Love Bar. Sorry, Doctor Strange Love was a movie. Um, yeah. Strange Love Bar in Philly for Keith Two Time Show. That'd be yeah. a fun one. Uh, I got Comedy on the Crick. That's the end of June. I think I have something else coming for there. But Monte Comedy. I'm talking faster because I just realized how bad I have to pee. Yeah. I uh, South Jersey Bad Boys suck our dicks. Suck them. Republicans are better than Democrats. You know that, baby, baby, baby. Nobody, no fun, but a little bit of cancer. cancer. cancer.